This week's episode is brought to you by ThatKevinSmithClub.com. That's right, man. If you can't get enough of the sound of my voice, then you could surf on over to ThatKevinSmithClub.com, join up, watch Wake and Bake five days a week, listen to Plus One, so much more. ThatKevinSmithClub.com. What are you waiting for? Join the club. Mike, we're live. Damn. Yeah. What's going on, boss? How are you? How are you? What's up, Christian? And hello, Julia. Julia Zapsik. Good, Good morning, morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Live from the Secret Stash. I'm your host, Christian Cordes, joined as always by the wonderful Mike Zapsik. Ah, oh, thank you. And yeah. Julia Zapsik. And Julia Zapsik. Don't C- forget cannot me. forget. Cannot forget the one who actually makes all this happen. True. So, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Uh... I'm very tired this morning, so I'm very sorry. That's right. That's right. I, think very, I think we're all. Uh, we all. I'm, I'm so a little. I'm, on, I'm yeah. fried. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I'm. I'm there too. Uh, yeah, little. Little. Um, took a Zyrtec last night because I've been itchy because yeah. um, allergies are killing me, and it knocked me on my ass. So I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. No. So Mike, talk nerdy to me. What's going on? Uh May the Fourth be with you, everyone. Uh, it is May Fourth. 2022 and it is may may the fourth be with you day uh where we celebrate everything star wars nerddom and here at jay and silent bob secret stash at 65 broad street in red bank new jersey we don't like being left out in the rain and we've got the 501st first 501st <laughs> northeast legion coming down to red bank to celebrate May 4th with us. So yes, we do. You're going to see um, Northeast Remnant. Northeast Remnant. Mm-hmm. Remnant. Is it Remnant? I think it's Remnant. It's, what a great way to, to pronounce that. Remnant. Um, a little piece of rain. Yeah. And well, we've got, um, it, it is a little bit rainy outside, but I think they'll up. be okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be uh, spotty sunshine today. But I've got uh, a dozen guys coming down, guys and gals coming down, and uh, you're going to see the Empire take over Red Bank, New Jersey, which oh, I think gonna, is cool. It's going to be hell. awesome. Yeah. Just remember, folks, if you if you decided to trip today, uh, you are not seeing things. I, I promise. You are, you are you, in fact, seeing a stormtrooper. Or if you decided to trip today, uh, make it to Jay and Sal and Bob Secret <laughs> Stash. <laughs> How's that? That's very fair. You know, besides uh, May the 4th, I heard another alternative that I think I might embrace moving forward. Which is? Uh, this is the May. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I really enjoyed that one. I, I might. I might. Uh, I will always wish May the 4th, but uh, this is the May might be my new go-to for Star Wars in the month of May. I am one with the 4th, and the 4th is with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm, I, I can like dig that, that one. Yeah. I like that, too. I can dig that. Very yeah. cool. I'm not tattooing it on my body anytime soon. But, <laughs> oh, come yeah. on. We're gonna, not unless we're gonna, I lose a bet. <laughs> I'm not All right, what bet are we making that we can make this happen? Okay, cool. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're, we're uh, getting ready for them to come. They're going to be here uh, within an hour, which I think is cool as all hell. Oh, and they're going to be wandering around Red Bank. So, I mean, yeah, if, if you are, if, if you're sitting there, if you're dropping mushrooms right now and you're like, I think I'll take a trip to Red Bank. And you come <laughs> into to Red Bank and you're like, 
holy crap, is that Darth Vader? And <laughs> it might just be. Or maybe you're tripping balls. Or I'm maybe, not sure. Or both. It might be a combination of yeah. the two. Or maybe you haven't left your sofa yet and you're, you've just got uh, Empire Strikes Back on uh, Disney Plus playing over and over and over And again. if that's the case, uh, I can't help you there because all the, the action is in that beautiful downtown Red Bank. So come check it out. Come hang out. Uh, it's going to be interesting because our sidewalks are all torn up. Oh, God. <laughs> so it looks like the, the actual Empire has been in town and making some rude adjustments to us. So. <laughs> um, there was a... Uh, you had gave me homework last week. I'd I given wanted, you homework. You, 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 <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't grammar. No, it wasn't grammar. Wasn't God grammar. damn it. Uh, but no, I, I give you, you homework. You, you gave me homework last I week. Did. And that was to watch uh, this wonderful show on Apple TV Plus called. No, that was that was the suggestion. My homework, if you'll remember, is I wanted you to find out about uh, Count Chocula and Frankenberry. Oh, about the artist. About to see. the artist. And, and I couldn't. There is really nothing out there in terms of like who designed them i couldn't find it I re- but you I, could I, tell that but it looks so influenced by it hanna barbera yeah it does it does seem that it is hanna barbera-esque and you know what a lot of artists who work on uh most of the animation studios also did um work in advertising oh so it makes sense uh and that brings up another point which I, I, it's not an elephant in the room, but I did want to mention this. Um, rest in peace to our friend, Neil Adams. Neil Adams was um, turned 80. Neil Adams was, um, he was a hell of a guy and, and one hell of an artist. He was mm. the guy who influenced John Byrne and George Perez. He was the guy that everybody wanted to be when they grew up. He had a more photorealistic style. Um, I know that he influenced, um, and, you know, Mike Rell, if you're watching, let me know that he, you know, I, I get the feeling that he was an influence on you too because, um, you know, there's there's a similarity in your styles. But uh, he he worked in advertising when he wasn't doing what he loved. He loved comic books, absolutely adored comic books, but comic books didn't always pay the rent. So he went out and, you know, he uh, started his own studio, um, started his own comic book line. And he fought for the rights of creators. He was incensed when Warner Brothers um, made Superman the movie. And yet didn't pay out. Uh, yes. Wow. And he went nuts. And um, Jerry Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Joe Schuster was, um, he was actually a messenger in the latter part of his life. He he was a, a messenger, and he was he was legally blind, and he made um, Warner Brothers force them to give Siegel and Schuster through public. Um, Embarrassment, which is a horrible way to, to make somebody do something. Yeah. But, I mean, Neil. Did they eventually get something? They or did. They... Actually, he made Warner Brothers give them um, they $20,000 stipend a year, which may not seem like much now, but back in like 78, it was akin to about 
like seventy five thousand to one hundred thousand dollars a year. I think I'm for gonna... for a person it could change. Right. It, it, it was a life changing amount for these two gentlemen who were yeah. in their declining years. And, and didn't that also lead up to them actually going to the premiere? Yes, of, because uh, Superman. Uh, here's what's ironic. Uh, I think. Neil was invited to It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman, which was a Broadway play. And um, talk about ironic. He took a cab over to, you know, where it was being held. I, I forget, like the Gershwin Theater or whatever theater it was. And he's, um, the guy was talking, his cabbie was talking about, you know, how cool it was that Superman was being made into a play. And he said, you know, I had something to do with that that Superman guy. And it turned out that Neil Adams cab driver was, and this is, this is what I heard. It's anecdotal, but I think it's true. Uh, it was, um, it was Joe, Joe, uh, Schuster, the artist for Superman. Was driving the cab. Was driving the cab. Wow. And you know, he couldn't get, he, he couldn't get tickets to go see what he created. How, messed up is that yeah there's a there's actually a documentary on the subject uh it's it's uh i think i'd watched it on uh, i think the history channel or something it it covered that story of them getting the credit that they deserved yeah and when i tell you that i actually like started to to like actually get teary-eyed because of that ending i was like that shouldn't be that hard. No. Like that should be a request. If your comic book property starts to make billions, yeah. your creator should be following along with that. Or not if- even billions. How about millions? I mean, how about, yeah, these are the guys, and arguably, they created everything you see in here. Mm-hmm. Take a look around. Everything that is on these walls created by, it, it was inspired by Superman. Because he was the very first one. He was the first um, costumed hero. I mean, there there had been heroes before that. The OG. You know, yeah, there, but he was the very first four-color guy. Was he, just out of curiosity, you know, thinking back to the old-timey radio mm-hmm. days, was he the first superhero, costume superhero on TV? Or was he was he actually serialized on radio before that oh he was serialized on radio before that in the 1940s he was big huge him batman and robin were there but they when it comes to radio i mean back in the the 20s and 30s you had the green hornet you had the shadow and you had um lone ranger Mm -hmm. so they were costumed you know i mean they were masked men Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. did what was right but he was the first one with superpowers Gotcha. The shadow, you know, you know, he could um, cloud the minds of men, and you know, he had dubious superpowers. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, he, he was he was human rehypnol. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but he Superman was the very first costumed. He was out there. He had the circus tights on. He looked like a circus strongman, and mm-hmm. that's what Joe Schuster was looking for. Now Superman wasn't wow. Superman was there, was Kal-El from Krypton was not their very first attempt at Superman. Their very first attempt at Superman, and this is so crazy, was in 1935. It was more Lex Luthor than Superman. See, superheroes weren't commonplace. No, this was a, a this was kind of a new. They created, oh my God, yes, they did, but. Back in the day, there were evil masterminds. 
uh, for every Sherlock Holmes, there had to be a Moriarty. Um, there had to be a, an evil to balance. The there was, and talk about racism, Fu Manchu. Mm. Fu Manchu was, he, he was an Asian archetype of, he was a criminal mastermind, but he had, um, you know, a nobility about him. So that's what they were going for. Their very first concept of Superman was he was super smart and he had brain powers and he was bald as Lex Luthor and he was evil and he tried to take over the world. Yeah. And that's that was their first concept of Superman hmm. in 1935, 1935, rejected all over the place. Hmm. And <laughs> and um, rightly so. I'm I mean, glad. they started with the villain more so than the hero. Yes. I mean. Wow, that's crazy. So the so the archetype for what would become Superman would actually lay the groundwork for even Lex Luthor to become a thing because Lex didn't appear till when? Lex didn't appear till 1940, 1939. Superman's very first criminal mastermind uh, bad guy, arch villain, yes, was the ultra humanite who was bald and Lex Luthor's only bald by accident. 1940, April 1940. Nice, good. Hey, my birth month. That's hey, what's nice. up. Well, not your birth year, thank God. Birth month. But take a birth look. What, what's weird about that picture, honey? Uh, if we can, uh, if you can, let pull me look it up. Yeah. I'll pull it up for you. Pull that up yeah. and and you know I'll vamp for a minute. Uh, character was created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Uh, he appeared in Action Comics number 23 in April of 1940. Uh, he is the the arch nemesis of um, of Superman. <laughs> We're doing too many things at once. Yes. So you're looking at this picture, and we and this picture is is it this one right here? Yes, that one. Pull that Sorry one up, please. Sorry to disappoint you, Man of Steel. Yes. But that plane will never reach here. Yes. If you could pull that he's up, Christian. He's not. Yeah, no he's problem. not bald. Is no. one thing I'm looking. Lex at. Lex Luthor was not bald. In the, in his, Back in the in his uh, ginger, actually. Yeah. In here. <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> gingers are soulless, and Just so was Lu Lex Luthor. Uh, <laughs> so you said it. Mike. Oh, oh my God! Have I asked my wife? Redheads ruin my life constantly. <laughs> oh my um, God. So true. Surprise. I'm actually a redhead. This is all died. All right, I, guess <laughs> I, I give you two years to ruin my life, Christian. So. Uh, <laughs> Lex Luthor was not bald, and he became bald by accident. By accident? Was yes. it Superman's fault? Uh, no. Actually, it was uh, the writer's fault. No, the artist's fault. Because it was supposed to be Lex Luthor, and he mixed the, the Joe Schuster mixed him up with uh, the Ultra Humanite and just made him bald. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ultra Humanite, first supervillain faced by Superman. Yep. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, I had no idea that these see like this is why I'm like so happy that we're doing this podcast is because I I never thought to like to wonder like what were the origins of Lex why would you why why would you you I know mean, back he's in, a great villain but like he's a fantastic villain <laughs> but why is he bald because uh, Superman's a or Superboy was a dick saved his <laughs> life um, that's what happened they met in Smallville because in a town named Smallville why wouldn't two of the world's most famous human beings live, you know, as children. In the same town. In the same town. And arguably Clark Kent, you know, would go on to be a TV newscaster. That's true. So, 
you've got three people come from and Lana, Lana Lang, who would also go and, and do some pretty cool stuff. But I'm, I mean, you know, yeah, Smallville. Why not? Why not? Why not have them all come from the yeah, same sure. place? Oh, man. See, this is the, the education that some do not get because I'm the lucky one yes. that I get to do a show with you. I know. So you, get, you. you get like uh, thousands of dollars worth of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's Comics I mean, College. Uh, uh, the, the tuition is We're accredited, folks. <laughs> so, who, uh, by who? We don't know, but we're yeah, accredited. But we're accredited. Yes, Joseph Morning actually is, uh, is applauding the fact that he gets his free comic book class. Good deal. <laughs> oh, wow. Ed Weird just helped me out big time. Fun fact, because we were talking about okay. uh, Count Chocula earlier. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Minnesota illustrator and cartoonist George Karn, who drew the original Trix Rabbit in 1959, also sketched the first images of Very Count nice. Chocula. That's so cool. George Karn, I guess you didn't do a, a shit ton of research. <laughs> I, I did. I did not see that. Okay. But nice. Ed Weird's probably going to come and be like, it was right there, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I see how it is, First Ed. thing that popped up, piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm All curious right. what else that dude has designed then. <laughs> you like one tear rolling down your face. I see how it is. <laughs> I got you. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, and he did Captain Crunch too? I'm just Woo. I'm looking at the website. Oh, my Lord. Well, his uh, alma mater. Oh, Hamline, in, <laughs> Hamline University. Hamline University. Are they accredited by me? <laughs> I guess so. Why not? Let's yeah, just throw sure. it in there. Why not? Sure. Um, so, yes. Uh, rest in peace, Neil. We got far afield. But Neil Adams uh, gave um, Siegel and, and Schuster, you know, a golden age. He was hero, the hero initiative before the hero initiative was. Mm. So I'm sure he was. Uh, Jim McLaughlin's out there doing great work on behalf of um, comic book creators, making sure that they uh, they get that uh, financial respite that they need sometimes because um, comic book artists, comic book writers, they're freelancers. They're they're not them. getting yeah yeah are are all comic book artists freelancers or or just some uh, almost some all are there there it would depend on the company no um mm-hmm. there are contracts there are some that are contractually okay. gotcha. like I know George Perez um you know hero of mine was under contract for with DC for a while mm-hmm. so but once mm-hmm. those contracts run out it's it's sort of like life insurance you know hey you can go to Cobra but it's gonna cost you gotcha. <laughs> So, gotcha. so yeah, really weird, right? That is mm-hmm. odd. Yeah. But uh, continue the cause to support uh, comic book creators. Yes. Uh, support and the legacy that Neil left behind. Absolutely. And Neil, God bless you. Um, my condolences to his, his lovely family, um, his wife, Marilyn, and his children. I know, I think his daughter, Christine, um, she worked with her dad um, and they they had content uh, i think it's uh continuity studios and that's that was his his brand continuity comics hmm. so um and he was very he was huge on the the con scene there was no place that we did not see neil adams is like i swear to god i i thought he was cloning himself <laughs> he know? was everywhere he was everywhere everywhere <laughs> that ming wants to be <laughs> he's been everywhere yes. man oh no man that's crazy so yeah he and he had a huge booth all over the place it was great oh, so man. mark lamb just left a, a great comment i want to highlight about lex luthor really quick try to play sports and grow up with the man of steel i'd probably lose my hair too 
Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> Although I don't think that Clark was allowed to play sports because he, he kept his parents were, you know, Hide that light under a bushel, son. <laughs> we have we have a, we have a re special request here at some point uh -oh. in the show from Christopher Hewitt. He's asking you to test Christian's Star Wars knowledge. All right, all right. I know. So we may if I had prepped for this pop there. quiz, I would have. Uh... <laughs> you pass. I would have passed. All right, Chris. You want to see a grown man fail? Here we go. <laughs> no, and here's what really sucks is that I have either. Stuff that my dog could answer, I those that type of question, mm -hmm. or I have the ones that would uh, make my wife cry, and she is very much she doesn't cry, and she's also very knowledgeable about Star Wars. So, you know, I you don't have any middle of the road. Question. I have no middle of the road question. <laughs> Sorry, that's I See, am not that guy because it. I've Star Wars has been a, a fixture in my household. My dad was a huge fan. My yes, mom was. was a huge fan, but like. For me, the the fascinating part of it, too, aside from the storytelling, was the behind-the-scenes wizardry that they would make to create that movie. Yeah. So a lot of my knowledge comes from more behind-the-scenes stuff, and oh, even then, cool. it's not exact. Good enough. Like, I, like I, their technology, when they filmed the ship miniatures, is still one of the coolest things. Like, how they would figure out how to make these models that are probably no bigger than that pile of comic books and make them look ginormous i know <laughs> like i i always just i always appreciate good film special oh, effects that, so all right then good i've got one for you okay let's hear it all right here is the question what were the um the x-wing and tie fighter uh battles based on <coughs> this should be based easy. on yes um the, the battle um the battle do you do the do battle of yavin is that they called it the battle of yavin do I need like a specific name or just like the general? It what was like it was on? like in air dogfight, not dogfight. Yes, is it called dogfight? Dogfighting. Yes, they were they were he, based he on would, dogfighting. In the rough cut of Star Wars, isn't it true that he would use like World War II yes. footage to like take like as placeholder? Yes, for those type he of did. scenes. See, that's there you what go. He wanted he wanted those to to look just like him and, and feel like that and feel yeah have that. Um, Especially from the the POV, because they had, I mean, they're called they call them hero shots, mm -hmm. where it's you're looking at um, the guy who's going to win. You know, you, you're he's taking down that. You're in the fighter. cockpit. Boom. You're yeah. in the you're in the gunner seat, which is insane because they had this shit back in World War Two. They had GoPros in World War Two. <laughs> I mean, they were very they were primitive. They were very primitive. <laughs> they, they ran on film. Yeah. Uh, they only lasted like 20 seconds. Yeah, they had that guy with the uh, the, the little powder. You know? <laughs> the guy had to roll it while he was also <laughs> exactly. flying the plane. Yeah, I know. No, it wasn't dangerous at all. No. He's steering with his knees. <laughs> Be like, I got them. I'm perfect at multitasking. Exactly. I got this. <laughs> but I, I, I always did find that interesting where George would draw his influences from. Yeah. Especially because I didn't know what Flash Gordon was until I started to delve into the history of, oh, dear of God. Star Wars. Flash was amazing. Flash Gordon. The, the original serials. The serials from with not Buster Crouch. Not the movie. Which, which <laughs> didn't come out until 1980. Yes, it was 1980. Okay. Uh, same year as Private Benjamin, believe it or not. I know that. Um, Did you know that that movie is actually a first draft movie? They wrote one draft of the script and then went right into production. That Project Benjamin, really? No, for for <laughs> for Flash Gordon. <laughs> yeah, I can see that, and it kind of shows. 
in a lot of ways. Sorry, I was reading the questions. I'm like, I'm just tuning in now. What did Christian just say? <laughs> no, that's, I can, I can believe that. And uh, or, uh, Ornella Moody as, uh, oh my God, what was her name? Uh, Flash, uh, not Flash, uh, Ming's daughter. God. So. Just we're gonna just take a take a take not a Ming Chen's it. daughter, no, no Ming the Merciless's daughter. Although again, you, yeah, <laughs> you can get those confused. What did you just ask me, Edward? Uh, you you did watch Flash Gordon and not Flesh Gordon, right, Christian? <laughs> oh boy, Flesh Gordon was the porn version uh, of Flash Gordon. I will so, neither confirm nor deny. Actually, um, your you know your homework is for oh next God, week. no. What <laughs> <laughs> damn you, Edward? <laughs> All right. You're complaining about porn? All right, there you I go. I don't want to watch Flash Gordon. <laughs> is Jar Jar a Sith? Well, he is. Jar Jar, uh, I believe that he was a Sith. I think that would have been so cool if J.J. Abrams had done that. That would have been fantastic. Um, but they didn't. So I think it was a missed opportunity. Big drop, ball drop. Yeah. that mo- I feel like we really missed out on that moment where... Where Jar Jar would switch from being the goofy idiot to yeah. then watching that moment happen, where it's like, you oh, saw then he the, talks all articulate, and you see the light go out of his eyes, yeah. and it just becomes like, I'm about to kill. You know what would have been like a? It could have been similar in comparison, at least uh, that moment when uh, Ray used the Force for the first time in The Force Awakens. Yeah, like that that jaw drop moment. Yeah, where like all the the music drops out. Everything is just calm for a second, and then she actually makes it happen. And I'm like, oh, we could have had Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah, that would have been so cool. And I, I'm like, Snoke. I'm like, cut off his ears, and that could be Jar Jar. It's it, He wanted to look uh, human after all this time. Mm. It's human-ish. Yeah, no, I... A lot of missed opportunities like that for Ed for Weird. That, oh, uh, come on, Ed Weird. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, Ed Weird. That was actually not, it's not a bad uh, question. What, what was, was Luke's, Luke Skywalker's call sign during the Battle of Yavin? This one's, it's fairly easy. It is fairly easy, but it's also difficult because I haven't watched Star Wars in a minute. Oh, it, for sure. Th- through, through and through. Uh, crap. And, I kn- and it's right fucking there, too. I've been called out. I don't know. I completely forgot. He was red three. Red three. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. Don't. Hey, Ed, first failure. It's okay. I mean, my punishment now, I will go watch Flesh Gordon. Oh, my God. Well, it's <laughs> not so much of a punishment as it is. Uh, well, I'm going to go. Uh, excuse me, guys. I'm going to leave right now. Well, we've got some good questions. Um, All what right. is Yoda's home planet? Mm. Didn't he? Yoda's home planet. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do Star Wars trivia anymore. <laughs> now, are we talking about the planet where Luke found him or his actual, his actual birth home planet, planet where he was born? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's well, not Dagobah because he yeah. had visited that no. in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So. No, don't ask me. You, I don't you, know it. You know I don't I'm know. I don't know the name of really? this one. No. I mean, yeah. Okay, I don't yeah. either. You were the trivia master. I, I, I know it. All right, Christopher I Hewitt. That, I thought that it Impress went. Us. I thought it went unmentioned in the originals. I, I'm pretty sure it was. Oh man, that's gonna bother the living hell out of me. Oh well. Lando Calrissian's co-pilot. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> just, I'll just be honest. I'm, I'm terrible with trivia now because now I'm like doubting everything that I know. And I'm just, I'm right it's not going to, it's not going to happen. Right it ain't going to happen. 
you know what? I should have I should watch those movies a- again in, for the holiday. But like I I love Star <laughs> Wars holidays. so I love Star Wars so damn much that it's one of those movies that I try not to watch all the time. Of if course. that makes any sense. Of course, yeah. Like, you don't want to ruin it. Exactly. Like for me, I'll watch like Back to the Future or Who Framed Roger Rabbit like every four or five years. And that's only because I love it that much. Okay. And it's it's I like it. I don't want to ruin it. Because the last time Roger Rabbit came on TV or Back to the Future came on. I watched that shit. No problem. I was like, oh, this is a time. I haven't watched this in a minute. Let's get some popcorn, make it a whole occasion. So for me, okay. I love Star Wars that much that it's like, I want to hold it there. So I'm worthy of a rewatch. Gotcha. I'm going to marathon him today after I finish up work. So fuck it. Why not? Do you want to let these guys in and oh. show them where to go? Awesome. Oh, we got some people at the we stash. We got some people at the stash. Is this, uh, yes. this isn't the... This is them. Oh, these no These are way. they. These are they? Um, now, come on. What is Lando Calrissian's co-pilot? Oh, yeah, Mike, what is Return it? Return the Jedi. What is it? I know it. What, what is it? Yam Nub. Come on. You should know this one. Oh, no. So, sorry about that. No, it's okay. I've just accepted that oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a terrible oh, my God. Hitter. I messed up. He was red five. Biggs was red three. That's right. Damn it. Oh, I was wrong. Damn me. Oh, my God. Gentlemen, welcome to the Secret Stash. Hey, welcome. How are welcome. you? Good. How are you? We Good. are swell. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on in, man. No, come on over. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the members of the 501st. Northeast Remnant. There we go. Yeah. Come on in. Jump nice in. You. Michael. Right. Christian. Nice to meet you, nice man. Meet you guys. Oh, you Mike. Mike. Nice to meet you, boss. Good to meet you. Beautiful. Go. Yeah, nice. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That is We're amazing. We're just a friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. The people so, still love you, Mike. Oh, thank gosh. you guys for... I'm going to show them where to get dressed, but if one of you guys wants to hop in and talk a little bit about the 501st and, yeah, and please do. the history and what you guys do. Yeah. You know what? I would sure, love I to sure know would. the history of the 501st. <laughs> yeah. Jump on in. Right. Come on in, man. <laughs> this is so Mike. Tell the, everyone say hi to Mike. Everyone say hello. Hey, everybody. So now I'm curious. So what is the, the history of the 501st Legion? How did it come about? How did you join? Uh, let's see. Uh, it started with uh, just a fan who uh, wanted to dress up for a, a movie premiere. So he got together with a couple of his friends. They got dressed up. They got a lot of attention. And so it just it grew and grew from there. And uh, since then, we've got members all over the world. Uh, we do a lot of great charity work with Make-A-Wish and other organizations like that. And so it's good opportunity to like nerd out for a good cause see i've That's i've always cool. come to appreciate that about the the 501 i always thought that that was one of the majorly cool things about it especially with uh the the charity aspect from for sure um now how did you get to join it you were just a massive star wars fan yeah and then you were just like oh i could find these like-minded people yeah i've i i thought about it for a long time and um it's it's a lot of work to put a costume together and oh it's yeah expensive no. uh it has to be exactly a replica of what appears in the movie. Oh, okay. And so, so my Ben Cooper doesn't cut it. It does not. Damn, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but it's almost like a trade. Like when you join, we get together. People who have done it before show you how to do it, how to put everything together, and uh, and then you hand it down to. Yeah, it's not just hoarding resources. It's like, all right, you want to build an authentic 
costume. Here's how you can actually do it the, yep. the proper way. Yep. Okay. So we have we have agreements with Lucas that lets us officially parts and, and sell parts oh. only within the within the club. And so that's how you get all the pieces. Um, somebody shows you how to put it together. It comes in a box like a like a giant model kit, basically like a one to one model kit. Oh, that's awesome. Big brown discreet. box day, we call and, it. Yeah, <laughs> not nice. Says it's BBB day. Big brown box day. That's, that's awesome, yeah. <laughs> yeah, most yeah. of your neighbors think you're getting it from Adam and Eve, but no, it's actually... <laughs> yeah. It's actually just a giant Star yeah. Wars toy. <laughs> <laughs> Which, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's a. It's not from Adam and Eve. It's yeah, a it's, giant Star Wars toy. No, that's awesome. Um, I I remember being one of those kids who I was ten when when Star Wars came out, and I remember in awe of people who would dress up and be online. And I mean, you guys are younger than me. Mm, not, by, not, not by much. You're still, you're still younger than me. All right. Um, however, there was a time when the universe was not quite as bright as it is now, and uh, I mean. Now we're in a Star Wars um, renaissance. I'm, oh my God, I, I sounded dickish, didn't I? That was hugely dickish. Hey, we're in a renaissance it. of Star Wars. We are, you know, Dave Filoni and John Favreau and, and Robert Rodriguez are making, um, and come on back here. Uh, they're they're making this so, so much fun to be a Star Wars guy again. And um, for me, there was no, there was no sci-fi before Star Wars. There was Star Trek, and that was dull. Oh, so dull until, you know, I, I do too. I, <laughs> until you hit, um, you know, high school and you discover marijuana. That's when Star Trek becomes awesome. You're like, Khan's on to something. Oh, I swear to God. Yes, it, it was. Of course, you're sitting there and you're. One of the cling, you're like that Klingon is banging genie. That's awesome. So you're you're finding this stuff out, and you're like, oh my god. But originally, you know, I'm 10 years old. There's you're you're watching a bunch of old dudes sit around talking on Star Trek. We had Logan's Run, but we didn't have anything else. There was nothing. And please try to paint that picture for me because I'm not doing a great job. There was it was like a barren wasteland. That's that's right. Uh, my brother just sent me some pictures he found. So I also saw Star Wars in 77 in the theater with my family. And my brother found pictures from Halloween 1977. And I'm dressed as a Tuscan Raider. I have toilet paper oh, rolled awesome. through my eyes. I got that's a bandage awesome. wrapped around my head. Um, so that is I've awesome. been doing it a long time. How'd you get the, the brown sh the, the brown? I think it's, I think it's like an ace bandage. Oh, you use the ace bandage. That, see, that's smart. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, even Luke on Tatooine was wearing uh, faded Levi jeans and they were, they were dyed brown. Mm -hmm. So they were 501s, which is kind of funny when you think <laughs> about it. It's ironic, the 501st, because 501s, button down jeans. There you go. That's right. And Vader would eventually lead the 501st Legion. Amazing. Oh my god! Ah, this is awesome! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a good oh day. My god. That, no, it's all good. I'm just, I'm also admiring these patches. Them, this, yeah, oh, yeah, this is amazing. So, Jump on in. Oh my god! Yeah, so this is Walking Wounded, uh, Alvin Johnson, who's the uh, founding father of the 501st. 
You said um, they found it for uh for a move for which Star Wars movie? Uh, the re-release. Okay. So him and his buddy decided they were gonna create their armor and show up just to show up for the re-release. That was what nineteen ninety. Anybody? Anybody? 90. 95? 94, 95? Well, it's, it's, well, it's, it's 25 years. It's our 25th anniversary. Okay. Of the Legion. Oh, shit. So that'd be 98? Yes. 98? I'm off today. I don't math today. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't, I'm, I'm, off, I have, I'm off every day. I have so. a very specific rule. I don't do math until at least 6 o'clock at night. There okay. Go. Good enough. Um, and then, and then rarely after that. And then yeah. rarely after that. So yeah. So if it's 20, yeah, uh, yeah, 97, 97 was a re-release. So I, yeah, I remember, uh, oh my God, I would have loved to have done that, but I was, uh, I was unavailable. Yeah. I would have loved to have been a, a like a part of that. That would have been great. Yeah. And that was like the very beginning of the internet too. These kids out there, you don't understand. The internets, you you had to dial up. And they're like, dial up? What the, what the hell is that? You know that really weird noise? You yeah. can't make a phone call? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, those guys had a sculpt and yeah. mold, you know, all their own armor. Like, there was no... There's no 3D printing back no. then. No. 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 3D printing no. just started to really kick off in the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, this is all um, vacuum for molded. You know, and like I said, it's made as a kit. Yeah. The kits are made for people that are taller, you know, five nine, around that area. Six three. Well, you're a little short to be a stormtrooper, so that's go. fine. Yeah. yeah, and that you're a little first tall to be a right? Yeah, first time. I'm I'm five foot one, so my kit I actually had to take and I had to cut down. I love oh, it. Wow. It was it was draw the pencil line. Oh my and God. cut it, and then try it on. And, and that was your right, first. There's a little bit more, uh, and that was my third set of armor. I started oh, wow. as a tie pilot. Oh word! And then wow. I did a gunner. And then I did the TK, and then I just finished a uh, short trooper from uh, Rogue One, oh, which is fun. Awesome. I look like a tank. <laughs> so, but that's bad. But that's a good point. Like we accommodate all body types right. and sizes, and like there's somebody who, if you're short or if you're tall or if you're wide or if you're thin, like you know, we can help you learn you how to properly suck your gut into, into yeah. the armor. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are essentially helping people be the Bad Batch. Yeah. yeah, love it. Yeah. That's very How well awesome. put. I'm, I'm telling you. Well, Brian here is. I, he'll crush me. He'll, <laughs> he'll beat the living shit out of me if I make any more short jokes. Because yeah. I'm. And I hear it all the time. I actually have. Um, I've got a prop maker who's gonna. Uh, I was hoping it would be here today, but it'll be here Saturday. So I'll have it for the the next troop I'm doing with the Red Bulls. Oh, cool. It's a sound glove. So it's got four buttons, and you can have up to 16 sounds. I thought you were going to say, I've got brass knuckles to take out. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty comedians like you. Yes. My, my, so, it's so that, too. So I have, him, I have him running the sound glove. It's going to come up into my chest piece, so That's it's remote. Awesome. And then I had him load in four sounds. And the first one is going to be, there's one set for stun. And then the second <laughs> one is Leia's clip saying, aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? And then the third and fourth are Luke's next two lines in the movie so when you know guys come up to me all the time and say hey aren't you a little short for what, this oh yeah i'm i i can i can replay it under leia's voice and and That's make a comment amazing. like she said it better yeah. or i can do the you know my name's luke skywalker yeah. i'm here to rescue that's kick-ass it so. depends on the situation but that's yeah. awesome no so. i have to ask this uh the 501st your your screen movie accurate 100 percent do you guys accept any 
uh, Clone Warriors, from a- anything from the 3D stuff. I mean, you you and from the, encourage, from the animation from the animation. Yes, absolutely, yeah. fantastic. That's it has to be. They have to be bad guys at some point. Right. Okay. In the story, we only do the bad guys. Right. All right. So Bad Batch are not in there. They are technically well, they, the good guys. I don't know what it comes up on. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a it's a it's a gray area. Right. Over like. There are meetings in progress about this. Some way to work the Mandalorian in there, you right? Know, of course. <laughs> well, the Mando, Mando, he, you know, he's out for himself. He co-opted Boba Fett's, you know, the uh, that whole uh, carbon freezing uh, tech. So, yes, he is definitely a bad guy. In in from a certain point of view, I mean, certainly from Horatio Sands' point of view, he's like, oh, this kind of sucks. <laughs> You know, I I don't really don't want to be carbon frozen and then, you know, hand it over to anybody. I don't. So. Uh, but, yeah, we have uh, what's called the CRL, the Costume Resource yep. Library. Costume Resource Library. <laughs> and uh, it spells out, like, you can look up any character and it'll tell you exactly what you need. It gives you a punch list that you have to go down and it'll say, like, you know, the chest armor has to cover the blah, blah, blah. And the, you know, bicep comes down to here and the helmet markings can be like this or this or this. Um, it's not like so, exact requirements. It's, oh, no. it's, it's more or less like a, like a strictly to be in her guideline. No, it's an exact, no, exact requirement. Oh, it is an exact yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our agreement is a hundred percent screen accurate. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just, just, just short of, just short of the TKs. I mean, you watch the original movie and that they were duct taped together. You can see it on the mm-hmm. arms on some of them. We don't push it that far. Gotcha. Um, but it has to be accurate. I know. mean, that's true. But the third level. So some yeah. costumes have different levels different of levels. accuracy. And there are costumes where the higher you go on the accuracy level, the crappier your costume is. Because it has to match <laughs> exactly what was on the screen. I gotcha. So it's like, oh, um, you know, the patches on the shoulders are just like vinyl stickers. <laughs> so if if you're you're looking at Daniel Craig versus that guy who bumped his head in yeah. the first one. Okay, gotcha. Oh, he's amazing. That's yeah, they, they he's incredible. He kind of set the tone for how <laughs> Star Wars or Star Wars, how stormtroopers would be perceived from that point on. That is true. You know, they're they're the the goofy, dorky guys who, you know, your cannon fodder essentially is is what they are. So when did uh, Lucasfilm start to call upon you guys as like background extras for the oh, for boy. the films? Because did that start with Awakens, or did that kind of trail back to even the prequels? That, I don't think the prequels, because no. I think at the prequels they were still just getting started. Right, so. and they were they were the uh, the clone warriors. They right. were not. not they so weren't bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, now at this point, it's like if you go to you go to any sporting event and there's stormtroopers, that's us. Like, um, <laughs> if, if you, that's uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know the morning shows. We have a couple guys who are at the morning shows uh, in New York this morning. Um, that's you know they have us all over all over the country, right? As as people they can call on for it's worldwide too and yeah i gotta right, thank right, you guys. The world. Thank you, i put out the call about three months ago and you guys jumped at the chance and thank you so much for being in red bank i wanted to get the entire town involved and um whether they like it or not i am gonna get the goddamn town involved because <laughs> um this is where we all share a love of something and 
um, my wife over there will tell you that um, mine was, it was reignited by uh, the Clone Wars. I had kids, mm-hmm. um, the prequels. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a new, uh, actually, no, I'm a Star Wars Empire and Return fanatic. I, I, I love those movies. They, you know, like so many other people, they changed my life. It's your childhood. Exactly. All of our yep. childhood. Yep. In death, and, you know, we trust. Well, yeah. hold, before that, it was in George Lucas we trust, and we kind of got. <laughs> now, hold on, I was going to add a codicil to that. <laughs> you didn't let me finish, Mike. And when the prequels came out, um, that trust was sorely abused. And yeah, I know. I well, I know, and we we got to look at Anakin, and Anakin was. Not impressive. Uh, so until Dave Filoni came in, and in Dave Filoni, we do trust. That reinvigorated my love of all things Star Wars and um, jump-started my nerddom for Star Wars, which is so weird because um, I- I've always been a comic book guy, and now I'm a comic book and Star Wars guy. And even when J.J. Abrams rebooted star trek i was like now i'm a star wars star trek comic book and i'm like adding notches to my damn belt and i'm like i i'm done with this stuff but you know with the advent of disney plus and all of the shows that they're bringing back um i think that you know it's it's a great time to be a star wars fan and you guys answered the call thank you so much anytime Uh, this is a busy day for us excellent between May the 4th and yep. free comic book day this weekend. I think we have 20 events. Awesome. <laughs> Just in New Jersey. You guys are great. So, so we can I, staff them. Like we have enough people in New Jersey to staff them. How awesome is that? And, you know, I, I called and you sent a dozen people or a dozen people during the day are going to be filtering through Red Bank, so which be- is phenomenal. So before you guys go, where can people find the information to yes. try and join up okay. if so, they wanted so to? So the, the main page is um 501st so 501st.com 501st.com the one for new jersey is uh 501st ner.com so 500 501 st ner.com so fantastic and you know people want to know about joining what's involved how they get started where do you get the pieces you know, just contact us through the website and uh, we have membership liaisons who will get back to you and uh, talk you through. Ooh, that sounded like a renaissance. Uh, that was. <laughs> or come down to Red Bank and ask them. Oh, yeah. yeah ask come in person. Come, come get a picture out. with these guys. Give you our trading cards. Damn. I brought trading cards. The trading cards today. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see these guys. Thank you. All right, we're gonna suit up. All All right, right, cool. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, you, Mike. Which brings us to Jay and Silent Bob's top five. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Thank you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. I am very excited. Today's gonna be a great day in Red Bank. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna do that one last. Best for last. I'm gonna save the best for last. Um twig number one. Uh, by Scotty Young. Now, Scotty Young is uh, best known for, he does the cute little things for, um, he did the cute little things for uh, the, the covers, the variant covers for a lot of Marvel properties, a lot of Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also did the Wizard of Oz uh, series. 
this is his, and he also did something called, um, I hate fairyland, which was actually, <gasps> that's him. Yeah. Which oh. was actually F you fairly fairyland. Um, actually it was, it was F fairyland and this <laughs> is uh twig and twig in a nutshell is twig in a nutshell. It's actually kind of funny. <laughs> I, I love this. Uh, I'm not going to give too much away. This is, um, it's sweet and it's funny and it's irreverent and uh, I actually I love it. So um, right. twig number twig number one twig number one. Next. Uh, this one next up is giant size X Men Thunderbird. Giant size X Men Thunderbird. Now Thunderbird is a character from the original X Men from Giant Size X Men number one. Uh, Xavier brought together an, an international grouping of X-Men where we got Storm, we got Nightcrawler, we got Wolverine, we got Colossus, we got Banshee and Sunfire, and we also had Thunderbird, who was a Native American. He was an Apache, and he was very angry at everything. Um, and he died on their, technically, their second mission, their first mission as X-Men. They went in to rescue the original team from the island of Krakoa. Uh, Hello, welcome back. Hello. You were missed. So um, he died fighting Count Nefaria, who mm -hmm. is, dude, if, if you're named Count Nefaria or Victor Von Doom, you uh, really don't yeah, have don't... a lot of life choices ahead of you. Yeah, you, you got limited options. Yes. So uh, he fights Count Nefaria. And Nefaria blows him up. And Xavier told him he was on a um, an F-15 uh, trying to get Nefaria out of there. And the F-15 exploded. And uh, he went with it. John Proudstar, Thunderbird, did go with it. But now, now that uh, Krakoa is back and the uh, mutant nation actually exists and they can bring back the dead, turns out that you don't have to stay dead. Ooh. And this is him um, revisiting uh, a couple of sites. So it was actually pretty cool. And he, you He's get to see his little brother, too. Going on a nice memory tour. Who took up, his brother took up the mantle, James, brother James of Thunderbird. Brasner of Thunderbird, yes. Uh, okay. So uh, next up. Flashpoint Beyond. Flashpoint Beyond. Uh, Return with us now uh, to actually the, um, the Flashpoint um, world where Barry Allen went back in time and created an alternate universe where his mother lived. So he saved his mother, but in doing so, he set in motion events that uh, pretty much destroyed the DC universe mm -hmm. and pitted the Themyscarians versus the Atlanteans. And they were using the uh, surface world as their battleground. Their battleground, yes. He destroyed and the world. Dis destroying the world. Superman was never found. Um, that was one of the best DC animated movies that they it did. It was a pretty damn good one. Uh, and in this world, uh, Bruce Wayne was actually murdered in front of his parents' eyes. One of them became Batman. The other became the, the Joker. Joker. Ah, so cool. Yeah. So Thomas Wayne became Batman. Yes. Old Batman. Interesting. Yes. So now with the Beyond handle, though, like what... Um, how does that play out in this world? Because there's no, there theoretically would be no Terry McGinnis. It, well, why wouldn't there be a Terry McGinnis? Well, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Just this is Flashpoint Beyond. This is going oh, years just, in the future. This, um, when Barry went back in time and stopped himself from um, saving his mother, mm -hmm. 
Zoom murdered his mother. He went back in time and stopped Zoom from murdering his mother. This time around, he, in Flashpoint, he went back and stopped himself from stopping Zoom. I mean, it, it gets convoluted, but he stopped himself from stopping Zoom from murdering his mother. So the timeline was restored. Mm -hmm. However, and this timeline should have been destroyed, but it wasn't. It wasn't. And there's a reason why it wasn't. Uh, okay. And that reason, I hope I'm not spoiling for anybody. Cover, cover, if you're not reading, you're not you reading know what? This, Don't spoil it then. Let, let that think, let that be a surprise. Yeah, that's fine. a okay. Fine, go screw yourselves then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything. Um, All right, Flashpoint Beyond. Yes, number one or six. Okay, number cool. one. Yes, mm -hmm. it's number one. Zero uh, came out like a week ago. Hey, Sarah, can you do me a favor? Grab a uh, a copy of, and I, I should have grabbed it. Uh, Beyond Quest, uh, not Beyond Quest. It was uh, there's a like Quest thing over there under. No, it's on the back issues. It's like Quest Aside. Quest Aside number one. It's um, Dungeons and Dragons meets. Uh, it's hard to explain, but it's. The Sid Croft gang or something? Uh, let like me just now? grab, let me grab a copy of it <laughs> first. Yeah, it's, yes, it's, it's Sid and Marty Croft. You know, they what? say to help. No, it's not. It's not either one of these guys. You can throw it at me. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Thank you. This is uh, issue one of Quest Aside, and it's by Vault Comics. Uh, Shermer, Gogu, Nalty, and World. Oh, my God, these people. All right, here we go. <laughs> okay, so they have a quest to go on. It's a skeleton, an apprentice mage, and an exiled princess walk into a bar. That's what it is. Uh, quest Aside, this is... The, you know where everybody goes, uh, where nobody knows your name. All good quests start at a tavern. <laughs> it's it's the this it's is fantasy the cheers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> fantasy cheers. I like that. That's a good one, Chris. Oh yes, man, I love so, that. So yes, you're going in there, and you, you're going to see Woody. You're going to see Coach. No, you're not going to see any of them, but you are <laughs> going to see the people who are behind the scenes at. One of these epic quests, and so, you're gonna and you're gonna hear where everybody exactly. knows your name on a loop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I hope it does. I hope I hope it messes with your mind. Um, okay. So Quest. next up, next up, and finally, uh, Obi Wan, Obi Wan, Star Wars number one. Now this is uh, they keep doing this to me. Uh, so they they started a um, here's Obi Wan. After he uh, after he drops Luke off at his his, his uncle aunts, and aunts. aunts and uncles for an epic weekend, how you doing? <laughs> or they're gonna have a great summer, but they're not. Um, yeah, Tatooine the the summers are brutal. Yeah, summers are brutal constantly. I'm gonna go help those. You're folks. awesome. So just um, if you want to go over, hello everybody. You want to gotcha. go over Perfect. our in-store Thank events you. and, of course, the bash. All right, cool. No problem. So that this comic book series takes place uh, after the initial drop-off and what he's been up to. Yeah, but guess what? It also has him remembering stuff. Remembering. So it goes way back in uh, to when Obi-Wan was a, a youngling. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And in this one, we get to see him. Um, actually, no lie, uh, you're not going to see him, but uh, Yoda makes Obi-Wan scrub toilets. No lie. I swear. 
Well, if that, if that isn't a reason to pick up this book, I don't know what is. <laughs> how, how much would you pay? To, <laughs> it's, scrub on, yeah, scrub yeah, off. Exactly. And he's got one of those, off little, scrub, off, on one scrub. Of those little things with the, uh, the, the fuzzy circle on it. <laughs> so Yeah, either to the, the scrubber. Yes. Uh, Edward wants to know if you can actually put Quest Aside and Obi-Wan on his pull list. I absolutely can, Ed. No problem. So they're in your box now. And I will be sending those out today. So those were our five picks? Those are our five picks. Nice. Oh, Scott. Scott's comment where every dwarf knows your name. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sing, it. Sing it, buddy. <laughs> okay. So we're coming up on uh, time to leave. But yeah. For, but we got for, some homework to do. Well, exactly. not, not just homework. We got some housekeeping to do. You got some housekeeping, but you got some homework. For I do. Week. Yeah, you do. Uh, so you, you got to fin- finish up uh, season two of Ted Lasso. We'll that talk I about do. that next week. Uh, let's talk about the 2022 in-stores, uh, signing and, uh, artist commission events. Uh, want to thank David Crownson again for coming out on our inaugural one from Saturday, April 23rd. We had a great time. A great time was had by all, including me. Um, uh, follow David at DC at, or actually go email, uh, David DC at kingwoodcomics.com. Uh, Saturday, June 11th from 12 to 5, we've got an in-store signing with Marty Grabstein, who was, uh, who's a, a tremendous voice actor, but is most famous for Courage, the Cowardly Dog. So if that scarred your childhood, come down and meet the man who is a scourge of your nightmares. Pretty much. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, June 25th uh, from 12 to 5, we've got my friend and artist extraordinaire. Um, he's waiting to pop. Uh, Chris Campana, he will be in store doing signings. He'll do commissions, uh, head sketches. Um, he tap dances and will swallow fire. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and then, uh, sometime in July, we're still working out the day. Uh, but Mike McCone, famed comic artist of, uh, Exiles, he's doing, uh, many, many, of this month and last month's uh, Marvel comic covers variants. Um, one of my favorite comic book artists, one of my favorite working comic book artists, and just a, a supremely nice guy. And then uh, hopefully we'll have a couple more people in the hopper. But I wanted to talk about this weekend. Uh, tickets are still available at csmod.com, but we're having the 25th to 5, 25th anniversary, the silver anniversary Secret Stash Bash. Stash Bash uh, is going to be a photo opportunity with Kevin Smith, Jason Muse. Mm-hmm. We've got Brian O'Halloran, Jeff Anderson. Rare to see him out these days. Trevor Furman is going to be here. Marilyn Gigliotti. Uh, I've got Jen Schwalbach Smith coming in. Ernie O'Donnell. Ernie O'Donnell. Johnny Williams. Scott Chiaffa is going to be around. And there'll be other uh, presences here as well. I think Ming Chen is going to be cycling he'll, in he'll, and out. He'll pop out. Of course he will. He'll, he'll pop out. Um, uh, and a couple of other people. Michael Bellicose, the in-a-row guy, might be popping around. So uh, come see all of them. Uh, it's a ticketed event. So you come in, you get your picture taken, you hang out for a couple of minutes, then uh, you get to wander the streets of beautiful downtown Red Bank. We've got our friends and family um, of shops around here who are, uh, there are people, I've got a list of people who are going to give um, 
percentage off. They're going to give you a discount uh, with your lanyard. For, don't, for, don't forget your lanyards, folks. For example, uh, Yesterkids is offering Yesterkids. a pretty awesome deal. Pretty awesome deal. Uh, if you're here and you're like, you know what? I want to play I'm, some video games. I'm an antisocial piece of crap. I don't want to do anything but go someplace and be quiet. You can go over to Yesterkids for a full day pass, $20 to play all day. And they're open till 2 a.m. So if um, you've never been to Yesterkids, do yourself the favor. Yes, you should. Go, so, go take a trip. Um, and at night, we're, and that's just one example. We've also got um, our friends over at Olympus, uh, Olympus Grill. They're, um, d- do you like Greek food? I do. Damn straight you do. Everyone likes Greek food. Uh, they're giving, uh, I think it's a buy one, get one uh, half off gyro or hero. <laughs> Um, we've also so got, uh, our next door neighbors of pop freak collectibles. They're going to be doing some stuff. Jamie's down the street, bar and grill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're giving uh platter and nachos with a, uh, you know, an order with, yeah. you know, you order a, an entree, you get a, a nacho. Plus you get some goodies from us. And oh, you're going to get a bunch of goodies from us. Uh, the swag bag itself is just amazing, but not only that, that would be worth the the price of admission right there. However, we are also doing a three-way Q&A, which, uh, as Kevin says, is as filthy as you think it'd be, you people. Um, <laughs> Kevin, uh, Kevin J., uh, the cast of Clerks and Clerks 2, are going to be A-ing your cues, folks. A-ing your cues. And that, if that doesn't sound raunchy as hell, yes, it is. So you get the sign. You get the sign. You get the photo here. With uh, 10 people from Clerks. Then you get to wander around town or do whatever you want. Then later that night, doors will open at 6 at the Atlantic Movie House over in Atlantic Islands. Uh, First Avenue, you can look it up. And there's there's uh, municipal parking. Mm-hmm. Um, doors are open at 6.30 and the show starts at 8. So it goes from 8 till question mark. So... Yeah, eight till question mark. Eight till question mark, yeah. About accurate. And that's Saturday. That's for Saturday and or Sunday. So if you want both days, you can come and do both days. Or if you just want to do one, it's, you know, you have to get a ticket for every day that you go. So I think it's pretty cool. But it's going to be uh, a great time to be had by all. Tickets are still available. uh, And it's Mother's Day. So if your mom wants a what mom doesn't want a picture with everyone's uh, favorite saint? From the Kevin Smith. Come on. And That's, Jason Hughes. the ultimate Mother's Day. Those present. two little angels. I, I think that that would make a great Mother's Day card for next year. So <laughs> um, come down. Go to csmod.com for tickets. Um, don't call the stash. I don't have any. I, I can't sell them to you over the phone, folks. No. Much as I would love to. Um, but. We're not uh, QVC. We are not. And if, if you can make it, I recommend that you do. This is going to be a, this is a humongous time. It's a it's going to be a great time, people. Please come check it out. It's going to be a great time. Uh, oh, this is a good comment. Gift bags, g- games, Greek food, and goodies. Great time. The the four essential Gs of that oh, weekend. Oh, I, I love it. That's very, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's, Mark Lamb, thank you for that one. That's, uh, that's very alliterative, Mark. Good job. <laughs> All right, man. I think this is the end of this episode. I believe so. 
Mike, as always, thank you so much, man. No, Christian, thank you. I want to thank Julia Zapsik for uh, being here and uh, taking off to go help our friends from the 501st. Again, if you're around today, come on down. Get your picture taken with uh, your favorite villain or your not-so-favorite villain, you know, and even that might make a really nice Mother's Day gift for mom and she's, you know, And we swear, you're not fully tripping if you decided to uh, take acid or shrooms this weekend you are and we'll see a stormtrooper walking around seriously but if you are <laughs> tripping please just uber <laughs> I, seriously because i don't want you driving into like an abutment thinking that the coyote led you there <laughs> so that's all i got christian uh mike may the fourth be with you you too buddy take care guys have a good one This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at smodcast.com.